0: We are the plan.
1: If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time.
0: We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Conservative Daily. Man, there is so much going on today that it really does feel like we are drinking through a fire hose. Um, But Brazil's elections have escalated. As we all know, we watched uh, the aftermath of what uh, I believe is clearly a very stolen election. Uh, You have Bolsonaro who won every, uh, you know, every area except for one of the most corrupt, which is run by cartels. Uh, The some of the data that came out shows an absolute flip, much like we've seen in other elections, as well as uh, many here in the United States. And now the people in Brazil are taking to the streets, and of course the uh, I know it's Twitter, so hopefully some of this will be fixed. Uh, we'll get into this uh, once we bring April on, but they are of course saying no, nothing to see here. Brazil's elections are safe and secure. A an absolute criminal, uh, in fact, one beating a wildly popular. Uh, candidate like Bolsonaro, the same exact kind of, uh, you know, violation of reality, and common sense that we're told to accept here in the United States. And now they're reportedly getting their military involved. The 5149 effect. Yes, exactly. Something that we're all too familiar with here in the United States, the land of the free supposedly and the home of the brave, I hope. But on top of that, we have uh, some updates on Jake Lang as well. As I mentioned earlier and uh, yesterday, he was supposed to be uh, on with us yesterday. We were supposed to record with him last night, and uh, that didn't happen because the powers that be, the absolute evil, uh, the demons who are right now running the United States government as their own personal uh, party shit, I guess you could call it. I mean, it's not the best description. Uh, in the middle of a recording of a, an interview with the Gateway Pundit, they came in, interrupted him, guards pulled him out, and threw him in solitary again. Someone who has not been charged. As we see people commit unspeakable crimes against our own citizens, against children, as they continue to steal elections, as we're witnessing them steal it right now, right under our noses, in front of our faces. We have the revelations and some of the information that Christopher Jersky has been working on uh, in Florida as to how they're already flipping uh, potentially millions of ballots by changing the voter registration, creating these bogus addresses and then flipping them at the at the same or at the last minute. Uh, You know, we are we are facing once again a complete theft of our election and of our country. And we're still witnessing our own people being tormented, being uh, tortured, being deprived of any semblance of human decency. Jake Lang being one of them and so many other prisoners. Uh, We're going to have a need to confirm with them after this show. But hopefully Alfredo will be on another example of just that, of an obscene level of weaponization of our intelligence agencies against Americans. And, uh, you know, someone who, again, committed no crime. They somehow tried to connect him to January 6th, though he wasn't even in the state, all over tweets. And if you didn't see the interview that he did uh, where I was on with Brian, uh, then I suggest you you check it out. But you should be on tonight and you get to hear that. Um, but there's so much to talk about and I wanna, I wanna bring our amazing guest on. Our guest is of course, April Moss. Uh, she is someone who has an immense amount of courage and has been doing amazing work. She's now in Texas and someone I have truly grown to respect uh, with the utmost confidence. And I'm very grateful to have her on again. So without any further ado, April Moss with Face the Facts. Welcome back.
3: Thanks so much for having me, Apollo. Great to see you.
0: Likewise, likewise. I trust you're doing well down there in the the Lone Star State.
3: We are. We're doing good. Um, Just, you know, in the middle of this election, season and um, already having lots of people showing up to polls for early voting, which I, I don't like.
0: Uh, we just lost your audio. Back. There we go. Yep. We got you.
3: <laughs> uh, so yeah, it is what it is in Texas. We're uh, early voting already underway here. A lot of people showing up to polls, polling stations and, um, So we shall see what happens on November 8th and whether we'll get to see results on November 8th or not. That's the other big question.
0: Yeah, you know, actually, since you bring that up, uh, there's a clip that I want to play. And you might have seen this. This is Nicole Wallace. This was from a few weeks ago. She was speaking about (laughs) a commission to save America from the Republicans. And, you know, they've been already signaling well in advance that we're not going to have the, the results on election night. We might not even have them uh, for a week. And maybe in the future we should plan on just having election week because we, we, a day just isn't enough. I mean, as we saw what they did in Arizona with Kerry Lake's uh, primary, I mean, mm-hmm. nearly a week after and they're still trying to report results. She ends up going on to win every county. Um, But, I mean, they're terrified, and I have a few other clips as well, because there are, you know, really mainstream Democrats who are now saying the exact same thing, that a red wave is coming. Uh, Joe Rogan just Mm -hmm. came out and said it's going to be a a slaughter, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they're still somehow running along with this narrative that, (laughs) uh, you know, that any of these people have a chance as every single thing that they have told the American people they were going to do has either failed miserably, they've failed to deliver on it, or it's caused massive harm to the economy or to the lives of Americans. So i want to play this quick clip and then I'll get your reaction to it. The
4: reason I started by asking if we'd ever been here before is because I think as a country we all have to participate in it. Because if you have kids, your kids wake up if you have anything to do with an election, if you're an election worker or a news anchor, and they want to know what happened. And I think we have to have a conversation as a country about how we might not know the next morning what happened. We might not know the day after that. And that is their point. That is their point. They're not all running to win. Some of them will, unfortunately. They are running to sow discord in America. And it will change everything. We will wake up the morning after Election Day. We might not even call it that anymore in two years. We might not call it Election Day. We might call it Election Week because what we are watching and because it's so slow, it's so slow. We don't cover it as a five alarm fire, but it is. We are watching Republicans not just destroying democracy in the dark, breaking into election officers and plugging stuff in. We're watching them do it from rally stages, debate stages. That's where they're doing it. And and I guess... The reason I asked you if we'd been here before is, do you think it requires, you know, a democracy commission? Should, should, should President Obama <laughs> ask Chris Christie and Ben Ginsburg to sort of man a democracy hotline the way, you know, people used to man other crises? I mean, what should we do? Well, um, it, it doesn't take a commission. It just takes Republicans that have some character and integrity standing up.
3: I'm so disturbed by that.
0: There's so much to unpack in there, but I'll just, I'm, I wanna oh, let you, you respond to that.
3: First of all, that that channel, it just makes my stomach turn every single time I'm exposed to it. It's like awful. The amount of lies and the amount of gaslighting that goes on on that station. Um, for her to suggest all of these things of I mean, who is she to say we might not call it election day? We might just call it election week. Who is she to say any of these things? Um, It's appalling also, uh, there's so many things she said that are just like jaw dropping, but it's appalling that she would even say, maybe we should see if President Obama can start a commission. Are you kidding me right now? (laughs) I mean, they're not even acknowledging their current president. They know who's really running the show. We should just like divert back to President Obama for everything. But really scary uh, to think about when she said they're not just doing it from the polling, they're doing it from the rally stages. I mean, that right there is dangerous rhetoric. Talking well, about how they refuse to, to debate, democracy. they won't even debate. I know. But I mean, it's even putting the idea in that these Trump rallies that are happening all across the country, motivating Americans, right, to vote Republican and all of this, she's saying that we're trying to divide the country. I mean, it couldn't be further from the truth, but this, this kind of rhetoric on TV is so dangerous because that's the stuff that's dividing people at the Thanksgiving table. Where families come and they're hostile towards one another, not because of, of actual real relationships with their family members that they don't like, but because of this type of hatred that's being poured out from mainstream media towards Republicans and conservatives.
0: Yeah, it's obscene. And, and again, I mean, th- there's so many things that I could talk at length about. I'm sure, mm-hmm. I mean, they talked about, okay, you're going to bring Obama in and start a democracy commission. I, oh, number yeah. one, can you? I mean, just choose Republic it, Republic Commission, something like that. Constitutional Republic Commission. Try that one. We know that you don't believe it, but a, at least try to present <laughs> us with something that w- you know that we we know isn't isn't completely against the uh, the ideals of this country. Uh, but again, queuing up. Well, maybe you know, election night isn't enough. We need a le- election week. It's like we know that's what your steal is. We know your game. Yeah. We've been at this for two years now. We've seen you lie and obfuscate and slow things down for two years. You did the same thing during the 2020 election. You did the same thing during the primaries. They just had another example where they let out the election results uh, early. They just did it again after three times in Michigan, two other states. I mean, we know Mm -hmm. what you're doing. And now for them, you know, they're they're so brazenly saying this as – every poll looks like they're going to lose everything in the house. I mean, it it, it really is. It really is. I mean, it's not new. It's, it's terrifying, but in a, uh, I I don't even know what to call it.
3: Well, it's really disturbing to hear, to hear a news anchor with influence say, saying things like this. Um, because it, it, it's, almost a foreshadowing of what we understand that the left will try to do anyways, um, dragging out election results and things like that. I mean, we saw in France with the elections, they were able to come up with the the winner um, same day. I mean, we have all this great technology, right? But somehow we we can't seem to get it together to give a result. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, I think the thing is, and this is what gives me a little bit of hope, Apollo, is that as corrupt as the election process is in America, there are really great people that have at least begun to put some things in place to kind of combat this. Uh, I know you guys have talked about on your show before, but just to reiterate to those listening today that might be feeling discouraged, you know, we know that if we show up at the polls on Election Day, um, and we give them less time to cheat, we have a better outcome. Plus, we've got people who have cameras now, uh, you know, in the vicinity of drop boxes. We have people who are willing to um, stand, you know, legally where they're allowed to, but stand and observe drop boxes as well that prevent fraud. Um, I think these things are going to work to our advantage. Um, and, and And doing everything in a lawful, law-abiding way, um, but also educating people on different proposals that they're trying to do to codify election fraud into law, which, you know, we've talked about many times, which is one of the proposals um, in Michigan. So, again, voting no on those proposals, understanding that the language they put in some of these proposals sounds fine, but it's actually going to do the opposite of what they say.
0: Yeah. I mean, absolutely everything is what they say. I mean, uh, it it honestly, whoever, whoever names these things should either get an award for being so ironically uh, deceitful or, or just be thrown in the clink for being such an absolute garbage human. Yeah. But you did, uh, you know, I want you you to mention that because, number one, I think the only thing that we have to do right now, we have to keep all of our eyes on. Thank God there are so many people who are now watching Dropboxes. They have video. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, we're getting things constantly about, uh, you know, for instance, in a few of the states we've already seen, they're covering their license plates. People are just going back and they're already starting to stuff the ballots. You put that together with some of the uh, information that we know about how they're manipulating the voter registrations. Uh, like we already know that the, the theft is already taking place. We know it's happening right now. Okay. And so we need to keep our eyes on. We need to keep sharing that information and make sure that citizen journalism really becomes a culture right now so that we can catch them mm-hmm. in the steal, which we know that they are going to try because they have no other choice. Okay. And then we all need to continue to harp. Everyone needs to show up on Election Day. There cannot be anyone that you know who votes early, who sends in a mail-in ballot because we know it's going to happen then. Uh, but you put up an interview on Friday with Weston Martinez of the president of Voter Fraud Bureau of Investigation. So if you could just tell us a little bit about that, because I think it's yeah. really important. It's going to come down to law enforcement getting involved. I really do.
3: Yeah, Weston's a great guy. He's been um, helping to do great things in the state of Texas for uh, over a decade. And he, I want to be very clear, he's not part of the FBI, although it kind of sounds like that. He's the president of the Voter Fraud Bureau of Investigation. It's his own entity. Um, He has also worked on legislation to uh, make sure that people are criminalized for election fraud and also for sex trafficking. Um, And so, yeah, a great guy Uh, spoke with him he was outside of a polling location in San Antonio and he's uh, been trying to start an initiative where he's educating law enforcement on the laws right a lot of them don't understand election law so uh, trying to mobilize them and then have them deputize people to be able to ensure that when they see something that's not right or correct they're able to act on that so um, yeah I had a moment to speak with Weston Martinez are we going to play a little bit of that.
0: Um, I don't have any of it queued up. If you want, okay. um, I can pull it in, though. If there's a, yeah. I just don't know where where you'd like me yeah, to Yeah, no,
3: it. it's okay. Don't, don't worry about it. They can, everyone can head over to my um, Getter uh, channel, uh, April Moss TV on Getter. I've got a video up there. Also, Real America's Voice. Uh, the other easiest way to find my info is aprilmosstv.com. And that has all of my shows on Rumble, Real America's Voice, and podcast platform. But there are a lot of great initiatives. And, you know, also True the Vote has been doing a Protect the Vote initiative with constitutional sheriffs across the country. So uh, I think the efforts of the the everyday people are going to really pay off. And um, props to those constitutional sheriffs who are willing to be able to get educated so that they can help secure the elections in their township and their area.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, it, uh, I really don't see any way around this. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I want to talk with, with you a little bit about what's going on in Brazil and what I think it could mean for the United States. Cause we're, I mean, we're <laughs> seeing some massive tension. I mean, Brazil, Brazil is about to escalate into a a civil war, if you want to call it that. Uh, yeah. Br- Brazil is, is, I mean, I want everyone to make sure that we pray for the people of Brazil. They just underwent exactly what we have gone through in this country and they just happened. It just happened to them again. And it happened so brazenly that I don't think there's any way around some massive conflict going on in that country, but I don't think we can avoid at some point local law enforcement or sheriffs or something getting involved to stop this because we know that the department of justice isn't going to do anything. We know that the (laughs) FBI certainly isn't, Uh, you know, if pray for, uh, true the vote. I know they've still been snapped up after, uh, by all accounts, they did Julius. absolutely everything right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's a, you know, we are we are really down to the wire here. Uh, but I want to play mm-hmm. a few clips from what's going on in Brazil. So not only did, my opinion, they absolutely stole the election. You see the same 51-49 type of stuff where the polls completely betrayed everything. He had massive uh, public support. Uh, So here's a video, this is uh, Vish Burra, put this up yesterday, uh, late last night. And National Road Police have now joined protesters. they're blocking the Sao Paulo Airport, and are assisting them in cutting through fencing. Uh, So I'm gonna play this short clip. And for those of you on audio, you are witnessing protesters cutting down the fencing and they have blocked off the airport in Sao Paulo and there are police in uniforms uh, in duty uniforms helping them cut through the fencing
3: yeah it was really interesting to see the police just standing there
0: yeah interesting is a good word and there's one Mm -hmm. more Uh, this is uh, this is another one this is I'm going to play just part of this this is about two minutes (laughs) But this is the same thing, we are seeing police now joining with the protesters as they are Uh, If you're watching what's going on over there, they're shutting down uh, the streets everywhere in Brazil right now And so this is another video, police are now joining with the protesters, they are uh, Looks like just blocking the roads with them, they're just parked amongst them And some of them are taking pictures give ahead a little bit they have everything blocked they're waving you know the national flags they're playing music and police are just in the middle of them they're not stopping anything i mean uh, <laughs>
3: wow interesting wow incredible
0: yeah it, it's pretty interesting the, uh, I think the Brazilian people might have found a little bit of spirit that Americans could do with.
3: Yeah, yeah, it is encouraging to finally see police officers uh, really, truly representing the will of the people. We're so used to seeing them pushing back and, you know, um, militarizing against their own people. So that's encouraging. Yeah, we'll definitely need to pray for the people of Brazil.
0: Yeah, and so here is uh, something that's hilarious. (laughs) I I mentioned this before we started. So Vishborough has been tweeting a lot of these things. And Twitter has now locked, uh, and it was on the, let me see if I can find the original one that I took a screenshot of. Uh, They did it on the tweet when I brought it up first. Uh, So this was before he actually tweeted that uh and you see at the bottom they're misleading there's a (laughs) you know an information warning learn why Um, election experts say civic processes in brazil are safe and effective so apparently twitter is now an expert on brazilian elections and infrastructure as well as the united states system
3: yeah so i'm curious you know elon's gotten rid of a lot of the top execs at twitter uh what do you foresee happening with all of this uh you know Obviously, it's kind of surprising to still see a misleading uh, post up there, but do you, do you think that this is going to be something that Elon's going to make sure that he works on immediately, is countering some of these basically fact-checking uh, posts?
0: Well, I certainly hope so. It looks like it's moving that way pretty clearly. I I, I say so happily because it's good to see something shift finally. Um, I don't know. I don't really know how far it's going to go from what I can mm-hmm. see with now people are I don't know if you've seen any of these people are now able to add commentary to like Biden's uh, post. So people are f- basically fact checking Biden on Twitter. Now there's user added commentary on some of his tweets about the economy and and other things. So there's kind of anti fact checking or I guess real fact checking mm-hmm. that's occurring, which I think is really hilarious to see. Um, but you know, Mark Fincham just had his, uh, his Twitter unlocked, I guess. I think I saw that today. Uh, Joe, actually, mm-hmm. he has access. He's not, uh, able to tweet yet, but he just got back his access to Twitter. So he was actually able to log in, wow. which I mean, that's been since 2020. He was very, very early on to get booted off there. Uh, wow. and a few other people, uh, there was the tweet that we showed last week. I don't know if you saw it. Do you know who Turd is? Do you follow Turd? Have you ever yeah. seen any of his stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he posts some really funny stuff. But he's got a huge following. Mm-hmm. And so he was mm-hmm. tweeting in real time, uh, you know, we're going to see what's happening. I just lost 1,200 followers. Elon Musk res- replied, I'm getting into it. Uh, or I'm going to check it out. Wow. And then he started getting, he said, oh, I got 7,000 uh, followers, you know, overnight. I got 7,000 back. So it looks like things are shifting. The important thing is that, When we know how much they've been interfering with elections we saw them booting people as primaries were coming up i don't know how that could be considered anything but election interference we know what they were doing suppressing the hunter biden laptop you know all these things we know that they've been engaging in that so my hope is that it's going to completely you know it's going to defang that animal as we get now so close to the primaries
3: i really hope so i really hope so i mean we're really seeing cult- cultural marxism infiltrate through our social media outlets and so I-, I think you know we've gotten so conditioned over the last two years to be used to not having free speech and i really don't want to ever get comfortable with that i want i wanted to go back to the way it used to be and where we can speak freely but uh you know the other thing is too is that we know that there are ex CIA officers who are going through Facebook, um, you know posts, and we know that they can access direct messages. So I mean, honestly, Apollo, like I don't even want to have anything to do with it. I don't want to be on Facebook. You know, I don't even if they were to reinstate a few things, or even if, um, you know what I mean. There's a part of me that is like. Everyone has to be prepared. Whatever you're putting out there, uh, can be used against you, you know, to some extent in the future. We have no idea what their plans are going to be. You know, I I do think we're going to see a good victory with the midterms. I, am really believing for that. And, um, but you know, that's going to upset a lot of people too. So either way, we're going to have a lot of rejoicing and we're going to have a lot of angry people.
0: Yeah, and you know, I think that's important too because you know, whatever you think about it, there's so many people going, you know, like trust the plan and they talk about all this Q stuff mm-hmm. and, and that's fine. Like I you know, I don't I don't really care to get involved either way. Um, mm-hmm. because I don't think it's important right now. I don't I don't think it's that's what we should be focusing on. We should be focusing on fixing what we can and being activated and engaged here on the ground. Uh, you know, it's it's okay. the ex- you know it's the exact opposite of what they've they've tried to manipulate us into doing this whole follow yep. the stars concept they want us to focus only on the president and on these mm-hmm. people in congress who frankly are nothing but hollywood actors at this point mm-hmm. uh, the j6 committee has made that so apparent for americans <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> i mean they had the the instance where they literally have a teleprompter as they're you know they're calling to session uh, one part of the hearing. You know,
3: it's so despicable what happened.
0: I know. And remember, we do have an excellent sponsor of the show, and that is AirMedCare Network. So today's podcast is again sponsored by AirMedCare Network. And if you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, or if you like to hike or spend a lot of time outdoors, or do uh, you know dangerous things like some of us like to do, that may require some emergency medical attention. We all want to make sure that our family is protected in a medical emergency, uh, and health insurance will not always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight if, in fact, you do need one. But with AirMedCare Network, you are covered. For as little as $85 a year, not only you, but your entire household will be covered in case you ever need air medical transport. Uh, this is a super, super good deal, very low cost, and... It's insurance that if you need it, you do want to make sure that you have it. I know people personally who have had to cover those costs, and believe me, they are very expensive. So simply visit com slash daily and use promo code daily. Receive up to a $50 Visa gift card back when you sign up today. That's com forward slash daily, and promo code is daily. Go check them out. Yeah. Um. But so I have a, there's a couple of clips I want to play because I really do think we're going to have a red wave. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, my message is, or my thought is we know that there is going to be a red wave. In my opinion, we know that they're going to cheat and if we shouldn't be worried about all of these large scale things. We should pay attention because they could very easily impact us, but we need to be focused no. on what we can do right now. Any if we can, you know, it's fun and interesting and people are, in many ways, there, there is some anxiety because it's very uncertain what is going to happen over the next few months. But we need to focus on what we're doing on a day-to-day basis. And, uh, and I think that's exactly what they're afraid of. So uh, according to CBS News, Gavin Newsom thinks that there's going to be a red wave. Uh, listen to this short clip.
1: I was just out in uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico. I interviewed California's Governor Gavin Newsom. He was there trying to help out the Democratic governor. Michelle Lujan Grisham, win re-election. That is clear evidence that Democrats feel they have to be in places that they didn't think they'd have to be five weeks Mm. ago in order to defend a governor like that. I asked Gavin Newsom, I said, how many seats in California on the House side could Democrats lose? He said, there are four races that are competitive now that were not competitive five weeks ago. Mm. That indicates a shift in momentum. And I said, does it feel like a red wave? Gavin Newsom's words,
0: it does. Wow. I mean, that alone speaks volumes it does
3: well listen at this point it's so undeniable you can't as much as you might want to think that your party uh is going to win you cannot deny the physical evidence of the amount of people across america who are showing up to trump rallies these are people and listen, I'm, I'm going to say this too. There's a lot of people who are upset with Trump because of him pushing Operation Warp Speed and pushing the vaccine. Um, and so what I'll say is that when I talk about people getting excited and, and showing up to Trump rallies across the country, it's people who understand and know that um Trump loves this country and is trying to do what he can to put the right people in place to, you know, to rid us of, of the swamp. So from that perspective, you cannot deny that there are these huge crowds, thousands and thousands of people that are showing up on not very much notice. Uh, You know, this coming weekend, Trump's got four rallies lined up. Uh, Never and look at Carrie Lake right she's been all over the news and getting a lot of mainstream media time as well and it's undeniable the crowds that she brings and draws people across the country are upset and they're upset for three top reasons one the economy they're upset that you know it's costing so much to fill up their cars with gas to put food on the table for their kids and that they're you know, stock market and retirement savings are dwindling because of, you know, how horrible things are going with inflation. And they're upset about the border not being secured and fentanyl pouring through and, and all of that. And they're upset about crime and the homelessness, especially in the democratic stronghold cities. And so you've got these three issues. America first candidates are the only ones who are willing to address it and 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 tackle it and when America first candidates say they're going to do something they do it. And so I think we're seeing a very big shift happen, you know, over the last couple of years within the minds of Americans where we realize now there is a clear difference between politicians and Maga candidates. Um, Maga candidates are not in it to get rich or to have careers in politics. Maga candidates, typically uh, America First people, are businessmen and women uh, who have, you know, been successful in their own careers and decided, you know what, I love my country so much, I want to give it back and I want to try to save America. So. I will say that as hard as it's been over the last couple of years to be under a Biden administration, this has caused so many people to understand truly uh, who are the politicians that don't truly care about the will of the people and who are the America first people. Carrie Lake is probably one of the biggest shining stars that you know that MAGA has uh, because she's not afraid to say exactly what the will of the people is. and. People know she means what she says. She's going to follow through. She's
0: going to do it. Yeah, I 100% agree. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's, and it's tricky because our, our system is set up so that uh, you really only have Republican and Democrat who have any, they have any power, you know, in, in terms of our election. So, I mean, it's why we've seen so many third party candidates that, you know, as good as they are and as much support as they do have, they just are very limited in their ability to Uh, you know, to actually have a chance in the first place. Sure. Um, And I know that, you know, there are a lot of people saying, well, we shouldn't vote for these Republicans just because they're Republican. And, yeah, if they're, you know, if they're a rhino, if they're a traitor, fine, I understand that. But then at the same time, uh, you know, we – I hate – I literally hate saying it. There there are some instances where I think the lesser of two evils is – Kind of where we're at thankfully i think much less so so much less so this uh this time around because what you just described is these America first candidates mm-hmm. these are the people that people that uh, americans are overwhelmingly supporting now uh you know yep. it, i would have said previously well if they're a republican even if they're kind of a dirt bag you might want to you should probably vote for them because the democrats almost universally going to be worse with a few exceptions uh, but now we are truly seeing, and I mean, Steve Bannon has been talking about this uh, relentlessly, as have so many others. Uh, the the MAGA first candidates are the ones who are rising to the top, despite whatever the the mainstream media wants to tell us. And it's it's really refreshing to see. And by the grace of God, I'm- it's happening now because this country is in is in <laughs> deep doo doo. Uh, yeah. You know.
3: No, you're right. You're right. Well, and I'll be at the Trump rally in Ohio on Monday, so um, looking forward to seeing what what President Trump has to say and the different speakers that will be there uh, that evening. I think that's his last rally of the four. He's got Iowa, uh, Florida. I can't remember the other one. It's Iowa Thursday or Friday night, and then um, somewhere else on Saturday. Sunday is Florida. Monday is Ohio and then election election day on tuesday so we shall see
0: we shall and i want to um joe sent this over this morning you know there's been so much talk going on about uh about china uh, and all these things i want to just talk about this before uh, we play this jake lang audio uh, because i want to make sure that we play this um, cause I mentioned before the show, you know, Jake Lang was thrown in solitary again. Uh, so he has a message that, uh, you know, someone very close to him sent me, uh, and it's disgraceful what's going on. But again, this is, this is one of the reasons that it is so important for us all to keep our eyes open and to show up and vote and make sure that everyone we know, understands how imperative it is to show up and vote same day. You have to vote in person. If you got a mail-in ballot, bring it with you. If they try to play games with you, just, you know, you have it there. I demand to vote today. Make sure that you report anything that you see. This is truly a uh, a grassroots campaign to make sure that we understand what is going on in this election, that we all make our voice heard in the most uh, statistically- a uh, powerful way that we can which is to avoid these mail-in ballots and that you know we're we are keeping track of all the ways that uh, we might see them cheating but you know all this koenig stuff it's been made very clear that you know foreign nations very likely have a massive influence over our elections if not being able to completely uh co opt them uh, potentially so uh, there's an article that joe sent over in the past four years china daily spent over $11 million on ads in U.S. newspapers, and $265,822 for advertising over Twitter. One example of these ads are the news-like supplements from China Daily called China Watch, included in The Washington Post, Wall Street Journal, New York Times, Los Angeles Times, according to Freedom House. The Justice Department filings also reveal China Daily paid more than $7.6 million to newspapers and printing companies. These include LA Times, Seattle Times, Chicago Tribune, Boston Globe, Atlanta Jor- Journal, Constitution, and the Houston Chronicle. In February, the U.S. announced restrictions will be placed on five Chinese state media outlets. Uh, I think that's Jinghua, CGTN, China Radio, China Daily, and People's Daily. These outlets have been accused by the U.S. government of serving as propaganda instruments of the Chinese government and as, as a result have been forced to register as foreign embassies. But I, I'm grateful because I think people are, are truly with, you know, even the relatively... Short window that we 've seen where musk seems to be moving Twitter in the in the right direction in a really pivotal time uh, you know just ahead of our midterms I, I, I'm, I think that people are really starting to get it how completely fake and how manipulated everything that we see and you know that that is shown to us that we we get to watch and hear every day all these messages that we 're being bombarded with how absolutely nonsensical it is the, the, like truly a matrix that we 've all been. <laughs> Robin yeah, in.
3: that unfortunately is not news to me about the Chinese um, different outlets advertising in our American papers that was something that in fact I was able to speak on when I was still a meteorologist at CBS and I was invited to speak at a local um, chamber of commerce meeting and that's one of the things that I told everyone I said listen you know we have to you have to understand what's going on here with with our papers with why why do people not trust the news anymore and this is one of the aspects of it um i'm glad that they finally have been put on you know they have to be labeled as a foreign entity but here's what what else like people have to understand these news articles or advertisements are not being you know they're not being put in it's not obvious that it's paid for by the chinese that's written very much like an american would write um i'm sure they have americans write it right so there's there's a lot of um Things that the people need to be aware of. And I've talked about this before, but it goes back to when President Obama in 2012 modernized the smith Munt Act. That's M-U-N-D-T, which yes. legalized propaganda in the media. So, again, this is legal and people have to understand that and it's a huge reason why we saw a big shift in the media industry during the obama administration and a lot of people who were more heavily involved with the news cycle uh noticed that there was a huge uh, abandonment of the tenets of journalism around that year now i didn't i didn't uh i wasn't aware of that at the time because i was really just focused on weather during that that time period Uh, I wasn't really involved with daily news Um, so it didn't become really obvious to me until 2020 when we we saw everything shut down and locked down
1: this episode of conservative daily is brought to you by DCF guns are not just a supporter and a partner um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country.
0: Well, you know, you I mean, it, 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 for people who remember and were paying attention, I mean, how many times did we see during the Obama administration in particular uh, absolutely falsified reports, for instance, you know, a terrorist attack in the Middle East, or things that would happen in the United States. And it would come out that. Uh, it, I'll give you a couple examples. I have friends who uh, had family who lived over in the Middle East. And uh, one of them, he came out of the military. Uh, he was a Marine. And I uh, met him in college. Uh, you know, one of my best friends. He said, My family lives a mile from that. You hear about that terrorist attack on the news. I'm like, Yep. And he goes, Yeah, that never happened. They, they literally live a mile from that. They're, they were were there like they were there this morning that never took place and how many how many instances of that uh, you know would would get kind of picked up and people would start reporting on it sure. but it was the same thing only in these alternative fringe sites uh and you could find mm-hmm. it once in a while that the story didn't exactly add up but that was all legal that was that was by yeah. by the the law supposedly after uh, the smith Mon- moon uh, modernization act actually took mm-hmm. place our government quite literally legalize their right their ability to lie to us completely to completely fabricate reality uh i mean we're talking false flags spinning it yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and they could they could say this is news lie to us completely to our face not even like twist it for national security reasons or because it would make someone in the department look just just completely propagandize us in order Mm -hmm. to uh advance whatever interest that they felt necessary and you know, nope. and and we're supposed to believe that we still live in the freest country in the world.
3: Yeah, no, I know. We're increasingly every day uh, opening our eyes to the truth of what's really going on here. Um, it certainly is is interesting times to be alive for sure.
0: Yeah, I have um I have one more one more clip. This is Joe Rogan, and uh, I'm I'm happy to see at least he's been more outspoken about what's what's going on he seems to have made a big shift in the last year or so uh but here is joe rogan talking about the red red wave and then i want to shift over to jake lang
2: There's a lot of people that are afraid of the reprisal. They're afraid of getting attacked. And they'll silently, when they're amongst friends, going, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is going on? Yeah. And those people, that's going to be responsible for the red wave. I think the red wave that's coming is going to be like the elevator doors opening up in The Shining. (laughs) That's what I think. I think people are just like, "What the fuck are you saying?" You're, they're making Republicans.
4: I don't know how they're doing it. It's. I had a family member who is an, who's a boomer and a diehard liberal, and they told me when I was home this summer that they would vote for DeSantis, and I'm like, "How did you lose this person?
2: Yeah.
4: How did you lose this person? This is a. This is a like go to the ballot and vote blue no matter what, and you've lost even." The, the boomers you've lost a lot
1: of them that aren't talking about it yeah there's a lot of them.
0: making republicans
3: <laughs> yeah it's i mean really it's it's incredible for conservatives i mean that's what gets us excited is like okay at least at least people are waking up to what's really going on but um, I mean, I've heard that so many times. People who have said, "Listen, I just can't handle." I mean, they're even talking about it in in mainstream news articles now. I think The Atlantic or um, NPR have even been talking about how people are uh, liberals, they're leftists, but they say. Listen, the crime is getting so bad. The homeless situation is getting so bad. And 10 years ago, it was maybe only uh, a few, a handful homeless people. Now we have hundreds of them, you know, setting up encampments everywhere. And, you know, the stench and the, you know, just everything that's going on with the drugs. And uh, we can smell them making meth in there. Uh, And, you know, firefighters won't even go in there. If there's a fire and somebody um, ends up, getting hurt firefighters are like we're not even going in that's how dangerous it is for firefighters to go into those homeless encampments and um you know that's a really real problem and everybody should be upset about that there's no excuse for not having law and order there's no excuse for it
0: no you know i, I you know you know me i'm from michigan and so my family had a business in in uh, greek town they still do and mm-hmm. I mean, it was a joke the last my entire round life.
4: Round,
0: by the way. <laughs> yeah, it was the funny. Round,
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, Pegasus, go to Pegasus. Uh, mm-hmm. It was funny when I met you. You're like, oh, I know that place, but yeah. you know, D- Detroit is like it was a, a pillar of crime and uh, and violent mm-hmm. crime in particular, and it, it was kind of a joke my entire life. People ask, oh, you know, grew up, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I was born in Detroit. I Grew up right around there. My, you know, worked down there uh, for most of my uh, for most of my life before I moved out to Colorado. And uh, people would say that they go, "Oh, I'm sorry," but I mean, now D- Detroit would have these massive uh, parts of the city where they they were understaffed. They didn't have enough officers to cover it. They didn't have the proper equipment, and they would, they would just have no go zones. The cops wouldn't go there. Yeah. You'd be lucky if they showed up the next day if you called in a. You know, a, a home intrusion, but now it's everywhere. Now now it's massive numbers of, of cities in the United States. The, it's gotten so out of control that what used to be a really unfortunate, uh, you know, extreme example of the lawlessness that can occur when you have this type of corruption and this type of, uh, you know, I, I guess, depowerment of your law enforcement when they just don't have the tools that they need. Now it's the entire country. Mm-hmm. It's disgraceful.
3: Yeah, yeah, it, it's true, and that's one of the other things that you know I'll say again about the America First candidates. I mean, honestly, Democrats—they should really be paying attention if they really want to win. They should say, "Hey, listen, let's start talking about having some law and order. Let's let's start talking about. Uh, it's really important that we fund our police departments." Those are the policies, common sense policies. I mean, it's not difficult, Apollo. Everybody wants to be able to live in peace and live in safety. Um, So you would think they would get a clue, but uh, so far they haven't. And in fact, they continue to go even further to the left of defunding and, you know, especially what Illinois is doing in January. I hope that gets overturned somehow, but making that state so that you know if you kill somebody it's not even considered a crime if you assault someone it's not considered a crime i mean what have we come to i don't even understand the how they can even say yeah people will go for this and they'll still want to vote us in like
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's crazy. it's a little bit wild um but i want to uh before we move on you know you mentioned actually the how far it's escalating i mean here take one example that just is so it's so delicious in how it destroys your narrative this this pelosi uh <laughs> you know this whatever oh, happened there that's <laughs> yeah i mean it's 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 everywhere in the oh, news cycle right now but the guy's a drug user uh you know this homeless guy who's been uh, apparently doing too many psychedelics or whatever he's been doing i mean you know clearly a guy with a lot of demons but then he's in the country illegally he's on an expired visa uh I, I, you don't even get into all the weirdness about how he actually <laughs> got into the house you know all these memes are going around about getting a random hammer fights in the middle of the night with your friend who you don't know <laughs> how many times have changed the story but illegal illegal uh in the country homeless guy in one of the most, I would assume, secure neighborhoods in in the country, one of the most secure households in the country. And even if you take it, you know, just for what the media is saying, that it was just some horrible crime, and now the FBI is trying to come out and say, he did it, this guy who's a Canadian citizen did it because the founding fathers uh, would have done something similar. I mean, you can't destroy their own narrative any more than they have.
3: Oh, it's so bad.
0: uh, I lost your audio. Thanks. I mean, sorry about that, guys. I think when someone calls her, it kicks it off.
3: People, um, people have been posting pictures of of like a place where this guy stayed. Again, I don't know if it's legit or not, but it's just. Um, this whole thing, I mean, the way that Paul Pelosi gets himself into the news is is hilarious just in and of itself. I mean, he, the man can't stay out of the news for all the wrong reasons. Um, and so, yeah, it's... Um, I just, I really hope, I'd love to see her be done with her political career. And you would think that some of these horrific things that that her husband's been caught up in would have caught up to her by now as well. But, you know, they're highly protected, Apollo.
0: Yeah, it's sad to watch. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's funny at this point. The, the one thing that I do find, I find a little bit of joy in lately is that It's gotten so out of control and so over the top that it it actually has gotten to the point where I just find it kind of entertaining. Uh, Mm -hmm. because they can't Mm -hmm. hide how, uh, how completely two tiered our justice system is. They can't hide how disastrous everything that they've been, uh, claiming was exactly what Americans needed has, has been for America. They can't, you know, hide how completely hypocritical that they are. Uh, and, so I mean that—that's the only thing that I can really be happy about, other than the fact that so many people are awakening. Is it's actually funny? It's actually amusing if you <laughs> if you turn off all the horror that's being done to our children and, uh, yeah. and to people. Um, but so I have this audio clip. Uh, it's a few minutes long. Uh, do you have do you have time to stay on a few more minutes?
3: Yeah, a few more minutes, sure.
0: Um, we'll tell you what. It's uh, the audio is about five minutes, so. That's fine. Is that okay? Okay. I just want to yeah. make sure that we have time to pray with you and, uh, and make sure that everyone knows where to find you.
3: Thanks, Paula.
0: Okay, so I'm going to play this audio. Uh, it's a few minutes. This is Jacob Lang. Uh, just a quick recap. Uh, he, he was supposed to be on our show. He's been doing uh, you know, several podcasts from, uh, from the Gulag. Again, someone who has not been charged with anything. Uh, An American who was peaceful, who witnessed the death of Roseanne Boyland, who was acting to save Americans from the violence that did occur, uh, majorly at the hands of the Capitol Police and of our officials, not the peaceful protesters who showed up, uh, the Americans who showed up to uh, simply, you know, show that they were watching, to have their voice heard in their own government, supposedly the land of the free. Um, But he was ripped out of a recording session by guards uh, a couple days ago and thrown into solitary confinement again. He's been in jail now for over a year and a half. Uh, So I'm going to play this audio, and we'll be right back.
2: To whom it may concern and all culpable tyrants, my name is Jake Lang, and I'm a January 6th political prisoner being held in solitary confinement without a trial for over 22 months. For nearly 700 days, I have survived these inhumane and disgusting conditions not fit for any human being, let alone an innocent pre-trial detainee who has not been found guilty of any crime. It is by the grace of God alone I have survived. Currently, I'm being held in the basement of Rappahannock Regional Jail, where there's no windows in my cell. There's no window outside the door to my cell. The light stays on 24-7. I am only afforded one hour a break per forty eight hours inside my cell to leave the eight by ten cell I'm in. I have three showers per week, uh, from Monday to Fridays. Over seventy two hours without a shower. There's nowhere to sit in my cell. My bed is on the floor, and I'm being treated worse than dogs in kennels. At least they're walked once per day. For all those that are complicit in the legal detention of the January 6th Patriots, one day you will stand trial and be brought to justice. Your cowardice and feckless tyrannical actions have left you just as guilty as the Nazis. Your spineless approach to the Biden regime tyranny is altogether cowardice. I'm just following orders or protocol or I've just got a boss to answer to. did not save the Nazis and will not save you from the swift judgment of God. I pray you are given a brave heart to stand up for all the patriots who stood violently, valiantly against the violent actions of the Capitol Police and the authoritarian takeover of our government by communists on January 6, twenty one. If you repent now, Christ will save your soul and give you the heart to stand for your fellow brethren who stood for you. In the book of the second book of Timothy in verse uh, in chapter three, verse one through four, we are told This is known also that in the last days, perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, trucebreakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, and despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. And in verse 12 it tells us, yea, and all that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. My hunger strike that I started yesterday at 3.30pm has the same list of demands as the 12 day long hunger strike I did February 1st, 2022. My list of demands are as follows. One, the immediate release of all January 6th defendants awaiting pretrial detention with no violent criminal history. Amen. Two, congressional bipartisan investigation to the Capitol Police murders of Ashley Babbitt and Roseanne Boylan with the criminals brought to justice. Amen. Three, a proper redress of our grievances of a stolen election, the 2020 presidential election that over 1 million unarmed Americans protested at the Capitol, January 6, 2021. Four, all January 6 trials moved to the defendant's home state. Until these demands are met, I will not be ingesting any food I will be remaining on hunger strike in the basement of Rappahannock Regional Jail They're currently threatening with stripping me naked and putting me on suicide watch cell uh, With four glass walls and no access to running water I would have to ask every single hour for a cup of water if I were to have any drinks and no toilet access as well either This is the exact actions that happen to American patriots if you stand up and dare To stand on constitutional principles and defend your country against tyranny, against despotic regimes like Joe Biden's and the New World Order, one world government system that is cascading upon us. This is what they want to do to every single patriot, every single conservative, every single Christian, every single Republican across the whole country. Uh, I'm living proof that you can make it through if you rely on God and rely on the power that is in the name of Jesus Christ. There is no weapon that will form against you that will ever prosper, ever kill you. Uh, even the most abhorrent conditions known to mankind are just but a glimpse of current suffering for the glorious redemption that we have, the kingdom of God that is to come. Remain true and steadfast in your convictions. Never bend to tyranny. Never let your spine bow down to the feckless, disgusting, absolute... In uh, immoral and uncomparable regime that we're currently suffering under. Uh, they want to destroy, kill, and maim every single American patriot and do what they've done. To me, to all of you, uh, stand firm in your, in your love and support of the Jan Sixers. Uh, keep on writing letters. Keep on praying. Go to j6truth.org to watch your documentary and make your donations to the J6 Legal Fund. Um, we have a getting started, action um, checklist for all those who want to put their faith into action and start writing um, the jail officials, the judges, the prosecutors, and calling them and emailing them. We have that uh, checklist available on j6truth.org. We also will be posting it on the Prisoner's Record Telegram group chat later on this evening. We appreciate all of your love and support. Please pray for me and all my brothers that have been uh, on the swift hammer of uh, the communist regime. Oh, God bless you all. And uh, with love in Christ, Jake Lang.
3: Wow. I mean, yeah. I, I'm poking back tears through everything he said. It's just abhorrent what's going on. Apollo what is the update as far as when they're going to see any sort of traction in court do you know
0: as far as I've heard now no I I don't know that there's a big update I mean it, I mean they just threw him in yeah. the solitary again what yeah what what did he do they, they still haven't charged how many of our fellow Americans they just ran this yeah. this nonsense against Bannon uh I, I mean I I don't I don't see anything really really turning in their favor. Uh, I mean, what they just did to Stuart Rhodes as well.
3: Yeah. You know, remember when Marjorie Taylor Greene was going down to the Gulag and she was trying to see them? Uh, I mean, I think that was, it's been a couple of months, but has anybody from Congress tried to do anything more with the J6 prisoners? I mean, it kind of feels like it's gone silent.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, I, I suppose... I understand because, you know, we're coming up on elections and everyone's focusing on that. But at the same time, we're, we're seeing, as far as I can tell, we're seeing our elected representatives uh, still just let them languish there. It doesn't seem to be uh, a priority to make sure that all of these individuals who uh, are, are just having their lives completely stolen from them, who are being, they're being <laughs> tortured, they're being tortured and abused like war criminals in their own country. And it I, I pray that the, you know, the red wave is going to allow, uh, you know, allow them the ability to actually yeah. do something for them. But I, it just, it seems like they're just sitting there and no one's coming to help them.
3: Yeah, it's absolutely horrendous. And um, I'll absolutely be praying for Jake and, and everybody else who's still in jail and, you know um that website is incredible as well yeah j6truth.org
0: yeah and you can go there he has i believe um and you know jake's incredibly i mean i i, I it truly it truly awes me how humble and selfless he is even now i mean mm-hmm. every time we have him on, we're like you know we have your fundraiser uh, you can go, you know, check out his link to donate to Jake, and he's like, "No, don't do that. Just share the documentary." You can go on the website, find the uh, links for all of the J six defendants. Support anyone that you can. It's not about me. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's it's a type of courage and the the type of mentality that like what they do to one of us, they do to all of us that Joe speaks about so often. If all of us led like Jake, and we mm-hmm. were we were so uh, we were so focused on mission and what's really important. I think we'd be in a much different place. So everyone, please go do check out his website and please pray for Jake. Any way that you can support them, please do so.
3: Yeah, absolutely. The documentary was amazing too. I I remember watching that several weeks ago and, uh, you know, it's absolutely incredible. I had my sons watch it too.
0: Yeah, I've watched it a few times and every every time, especially uh, the last five or ten minutes, I'm choking back tears every time.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what still boggles my mind is that it's so clear from the camera footage that we have, it's so clear that there are Capitol police that are beating people and doing the wrong thing. And yet you have peaceful people who didn't do anything wrong. Um, uh, you know, like Jake still in, in jail, uh, not being charged. So <clears throat> quite concerning. Um, But, you know, I do want to do this before we leave Apollo. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I want to just say to everybody, you know, right now what I'm doing is I am really wanting to listen to the word of the Lord and to his his, um, guiding and, and leading. And I think we all as Christians need to be very honed in to what the Lord would speak to us, um, especially when it comes down to certain things that we decide to go to, or maybe even events that we're invited to go to, really ask the Lord, should I be here? Should I go do this? Um, because I just feel like there's, we have to be very much aware of our surroundings, where we're going, and maybe even if it's a great event or it sounds like a great event, um maybe it's not and and the lord is here to protect us and give us wisdom and guidance guidance and discernment and so i just would love to just put that out there for all of the listeners and viewers um just to really make sure that you're tuned in to what the lord wants you specifically to do and um it's going to be different for everybody but really make sure that you're listening to the lord during this time
0: amen yeah i definitely feel what's on your heart and and thank you for saying mm-hmm. that. I uh and now I'll just add to that. I think it, it can be very easy for us sometimes there's so many things going on for I mean like myself personally and like Joe we struggle with this. There's so many things going on and we have to choose what we're going to devote our energy to. And mm-hmm. uh you know, we're not all we're all in the same battle, but are we we're you know, waging different fights right now. So mm-hmm. don't feel the need to to try to tackle everything cuz no one man can do any of this. is truly we are we need to be uh, cognizant of the fact that god has an army for a reason because no one but him can do anything alone so we need to use our energy wisely and trust our fellow you know brothers and sisters to do their part you know the military has specializations and so does this army so we just need to remember that and then the only other thing i'd say is don't don't get tired you know that's what they want they want us Mm -hmm. to get burnt out and part of it is, is jumping around to so many different things, but just stay in the fight, just keep going. When you have those days where you, you're just drained, I mean, you know, we have them a lot. Just just keep moving mm-hmm. forward. Even if you, you don't feel like you're moving a mountain, uh, you, you will in the end and, and together we will. So thank you for that message, April.
3: Yeah, absolutely, Apollo, agree with you
0: 100%. Well, I'll give you the final word. and i don't mean to put you on the spot and it's, it's fine i i uh i always do anyways but if you'd like to to pray before we end the show i'd love that
3: i'd be honored thank you i was hoping that i could um, pray for you because you guys always pray for me so yes father god i just thank you so much for this show i thank you god for the influence uh that you've given apollo and joe and uh, lord we just pray that your spirit would continue to guide us, that we would hear your voice, and that we would uh, be able to have very clear discernment on what it is that we are supposed to put our hands to. And um, Lord, please protect us. God, we just ask for your hedge of protection uh, over every single person that hears my voice right now. Lord, help us to continue to put you first in our lives and that we would bring you as a fragrant aroma wherever we go lord that that the people that we talk to and meet with would know that we've been with you god because they can feel your presence when we're around and they can sense lord that um that we're different because you're with us so lord there's nothing that we can do without you you are everything. Lord, I ask God that you would bless Apollo, bless Joe. Um, Father, that you would just help us to continue to be courageous and strong. And please bless all of our families, Lord, and, and continue to lead us into truth and righteousness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
0: Amen. And I'll certainly be praying Thanks all the so much, same God. things unto you. April, God bless you. And uh, real quick, they can follow you on AprilMossTV.com. You're on Rumble at Face the Facts. And anywhere else that they need to go to find your awesome work? Yeah,
3: I'm I'm everywhere. So, um, yep, I probably, I update my Getter and Truth Social most often. Getter is probably my favorite uh, social media outlet right now. But, um, yep, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Gab, (laughs) all of them. uh, telegram, April Moss TV. Thanks again, Apollo for having me. Appreciate you.
0: You're very welcome. God bless you, April.
3: God bless.
0: So everyone, please go check her out. April TV.com. Find her on face the facts. Uh, she has some great interviews from the last, uh, couple weeks and, uh, find her on true social. She is truly, uh, she, she is one of my favorite people that I've met over the last uh, couple years. So, uh, Please follow her. Please go to j6truth.com. Support our J6 defendants any way that you can. Uh, If you can, donate, do that. If nothing else, uh, listen to, uh, watch his documentary, uh, The Truth About J6. Please share it, and please do everything that we can. We need to stand up for our, our fellow Americans. I know that there, we have to have eyes on the election. We have to spread the word. Everyone needs to show up and vote in person. We need to choose those, those America first candidates, not just someone who has a letter by their name. We need to choose those people who are going to do right by the American people. Um, but we need, to, we need to stay in the fight. And on that fight, before we close out, you know, we talked about Brazil a lot earlier. YouTube is being deep state once again. So the Facts Blast today, establishment requires censorship to hold on to power, something that we've known for quite a while now. Uh, But as you can see here, some of the, uh, some searches relating to what's going on in Brazil and uh, Brazil elections. If you search Brazil election protests, uh, there are, there's a plethora of things that are going on. So around Brazil, citizens appear to have learned from populist uprisings in other nations Truckers are blockading roads and bridges protesters have set up barricades of tires, according to some reporting out of Brazil by citizen journalists, the National Road Police in Sao Paulo have joined with protesters in blocking uh, in blockading the airport, the mainstream media, of course, in usual fashion is not reporting on this and YouTube Brazil has announced that they are going to censor any content about questioning the results. Uh, In English, they say, with regards of the presidential elections validated by the TSC, we are updating our electoral integrity policy and will proceed to remove content that violates our policy. Learn more. I think we've learned enough, YouTube. Thanks. The election censorship in Brazil is a familiar tactic for Americans who dared question 2020. This show, as well as so many others, uh, were kicked off, banned, not allowed to post, had videos removed on YouTube as well as other social media platforms. And it's not just elections, as censorship of dissenting political views is our new normal. Monday, Tucker Carlson specifically called out Democrats in the media for using the attack on Paul Pelosi as reason to call for censorship on social media. The same trick used again, everyone. All answers that come out of the Pelosi story spark more questions, including the recent affidavit from FBI special agent who claims Pape or Dupipi as I like to call him, fully admitted his plans to kneecap Nancy Pelosi in great detail with key references to the American Founding Fathers. The affidavit made no mention of the fact that Dupipi De Pee- De- De Pee- De Pee- was an illegal immigrant from Canada, overstaying his visa and that he was well-known for leftist views and history of insanity and mental illness in San Francisco. Worse, the police have changed the story on Pelosi attack so many times, even the mainstream media is asking questions. And so, censorship. Because isn't the answer always censorship in a free country? If you're calling for technology companies to censor speech you disagree with, you're violating your oath. The Bill of Rights is non-negotiable. It was established explicitly to protect us from governments just like you. Your government portals, which have recently been, uh, been making the rounds on the media for the hungry eyes of the American people with Twitter and Facebook, uh, you failed Disinformation Governments Board, ubiquitous media narrative that a majority of Americans disbelieve, all examples of you continuing to violate our Bill of Rights If we search for content that has been scrubbed from the internet or have our social media canceled for supporting the wrong candidates or policies, we become even more resolved and we become more aware of the change that is needed in the institutions in this country. So our demand for remedy is very simple. Immediately denounce political censorship and use your power of your office to eliminate these unconstitutional and incestuous relationships between government and global business. You made an oath, honor it, And I don't think you should have any problem with denouncing something since you ran for months at a time demanding that Trump denounce white supremacists and a myriad of other complete non-issues that you fabricated into existence in the first place. You should have no question about denouncing censorship in a country that is supposed to be the land of the free and the home of the brave. And you should have no question denouncing censorship if you truly are a representative of the American people after the egregious amount of lies that we have been bombarded with, and in fact your own claims that we need to counter counter the political extremism, the rhetoric of those who wish to divide Americans. We know that many of you speak through through crooked smiles, that you... You talk to us sideways. We know that many of you are only reading the talking points that you've been told. are only saying exactly what you want us to believe so that we do not fully accept in our conscious mind how traitorous and, and corrupt and evil and disingenuous you truly are. We know who you are. We know what you stand for. We've seen what, made, what makes you cheer. We've seen what you consider dialogue. It's time that you honor your oath. So end the censorship. Respect the Bill of Rights. Respect the voice of the American people. We are watching. We know that you are cheating, even as we speak. We know that you will continue to do so. This election will occur, however it does. But Americans will come out and voice their opinion for America First candidates, for the ideals of... Of the united states of america for freedom for the constitution and for change change that is needed change that we demand we've seen what's happening in brazil so how the future unfolds is up to those in the deep state at this point it's up to those of you who may be too cowardly up until now to come out and say what is truthfully happening or those of you who have been in on it and you now have a choice to come out and speak truth for the first time you now have a choice to come out and make right with God. You have a choice to take the side of the American people, to take the side of truth and reason and true justice. And we are demanding that you do that now. We are watching and you will be held accountable. That's all I have for you today. God bless you all. Make sure that you go support Mike Lindell, someone who has been putting it all on the line. You can use promo code Charlie David 21 Uh, christmas is coming up thanksgiving's coming up go get your family some pillow toppers some uh, some slippers sheets pillows whatever you need to stay warm this winter and to put a smile on your family's face you can also make sure that you're prepared because as we've seen in brazil the people are more awake than they ever have been and if they do what they did in brazil people are not going to stand for it. We will not take it lying down anymore. So make sure that you're prepared. Go to dcfguns.co. Use promo code Joe, that's J-O-E, and get 5% off the online store. Get your guns, get your ammo, learn how to use them. Make sure that your family uh, is ready to roll if and when that time comes. So stay in the fight. Do not get tired. Demand that they respect the bill of rights demand that they respect the will of the people demand that they honor their oath demand that they speak truth we are watching we are one people we will take this country back i love all of you and we're very grateful to have you all here as listeners we'll see you tonight god bless you all god bless america for god and country everyone if you want to watch conservative daily podcast we go live monday through friday at 10am mountain time and 4pm mountain time You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on the Dell TV2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there.